0: Last time on Cursebreaker. We had to say farewell to Tildry and continue our strange journey back toward Lamplight. Let me tell you something. Traveling is a whole lot easier and more exciting when you're cooking with portals. Holly ripped us a quick one and we got there in a gif. Or is it gif? We spent some time going over the estate of Veronica Venus before meeting up with Dave and Emery in the underdock. Now below the docks of Lamplight in a wet, stony grotto, we confront Buster, the beetle-cursed minotaur. The five of you had just entered this grotto where Buster is being held behind a sort of force field that Rin Halo is projecting. You had all just uh, tagged out with Dave, uh, who had been there practically all night trying to reason with Buster. Uh, Todd Pole just brought back sandwiches for everybody. Woo, Todd! Um, but you had all just stepped into the other side of that force field, and it was closed behind you after Dave had... Um, poured all of his emotion into that tankard and left it with Uli. The shield spell goes back up. The cave is sealed off and the five of you can hear something moving deeper in the grotto. This area is like huge and cavernous. It's, it's probably the largest area of this cave you've seen so far. The entrance was actually quite tight in comparison. Um, there's stone columns everywhere that kind of block your vision Uh, they make the ground kind of treacherous with all these little stalagmites coming up from the ground Uh, you can also see that there's water everywhere in here and a little flooding into little pools Uh, some of them are actually a few feet deep you realize Um, so it's pretty unsteady and untrustworthy ground Uh, you can also hear slapping water every now and then as the shore kind of rolls against this place Um, you see something gold glint Deep in the cavern.
1: Is it Beetle Gold?
2: Probably. Uh, is that is that Buster up there?
3: I have a feeling. Yes.
2: <laughs> Who wants to go first?
3: Uh. That would be me, I think. Uh, yeah, I do not know Buster very well. Oli pushes up her sleeves, cracks her neck, and. Cast Blade Ward on herself.
4: (laughs) Because she's strong and confident and doesn't need help. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Uli begins to make her way between these uh, stone pillars, moving closer towards that gold flash. Uh, When you get about halfway there, Uli, I need you to make a perception check.
3: 17.
0: Okay. Um, You notice a couple things on your way up there. There's a lot of, like, ocean debris in here there's like starfish and like clumps of seaweed um there's also uh it's like there's like a hundred spears that have been bundled together and anchored it looks like somebody's like smuggling weapons through here and like this was the drop location and so they literally anchored them to stay here until somebody collects them you're also seeing a lot of very large crabs they're like two feet tall Mm. (laughs) just like long spidery legs
3: uh are any of the spears loose
0: Yeah, you could, like, pull them out of the bundle if you needed to. I want one. Okay. Yeah, you all hear, like, uh, the clacking of a stick as Uli draws out a spear. Uh, It seems like they've been here a while. They're not in perfect shape, but they're serviceable. Are they, like... A little slimy. A little slimy. Yeah.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: When you get a little bit closer to Buster, uh, I need you to make a... uh, Let's call it a wisdom save. Okay. This is against fear, if you have anything that affects that.
3: I could rage and be immune to fear <laughs> or tibio mode, oh, how long do the patches last?
0: Just you, whichever one you choose to have on, um but it's pack. a bonus action yeah. to change the patches, <laughs> but they last indefinitely, and you can oh. let, you have one active at a time, awesome because you choose who to look like,
3: yeah, I'm gonna okay, so how I imagine it is that they're all like stuck on, but I have a a velcro patch at the <laughs> front pocket, uh-huh. and I just like. Put one in place. <laughs> it's, they're interchangeable, so I'm going to pull off the Tibio one.
0: Uh, yeah, you slap that in the middle of your overalls, and uh, you can all see Uli change just a little bit. Her overalls go black, and uh, her hair goes black. But you all hear the loudest, thundering, clapping noise that echoes throughout this place, and it is painful on your ears. All of you are deafened for the next minute. Ooh um uli you can just barely see this flickering as you can see buster at the end of this cavern he is massive and he is made of solid gold and he is flapping his beetle shell open and closed and it's creating this like thunderous boom and you can see like it's destroying the ground around him
5: i
2: thought they would have mentioned the noise what the noise
3: it's what? very loud someone make it stop are we deafened because he's making a loud noise? Yeah. Or is it ear ringing?
2: Deafened. You're
0: ear ringing at this point.
2: Okay, Bjo.
3: Yes,
5: but
2: Do you still have that ball I dropped?
0: You guys cannot intimate spoken
2: language to each other. I'm making the ball shape with my hands.
4: I hold up the mirror ball.
2: <laughs> no, different ball.
4: Are you
5: What do you want
2: this? I, dro- I dropped it in Big Tower.
5: Ah, <laughs> uh, is looking for something very dull. I don't. Um, I don't know.
2: Balls. Shish. <laughs>
4: um, I look in my pack and I find the bismite, and I hold that up.
2: No, no, nope.
4: And then I dig in my pack again, and I hold up the nesting doll.
2: Nope. <laughs>
4: and then. I dig in my pack again, and I hold up the sphere of sphere of spil- silence. Silence. Yeah, <laughs> that one.
0: Um, Tibia, you hear in your head. Yeah, that one. As Bert uses the telepathy tea to speak into your mind.
3: Oh,
2: you're all still connected from drinking tea together in the last.
0: Episode.
3: Oh,
2: uh, it was so loud in my brain that I forgot.
3: <laughs> oh, I the de-
5: oh, I- okay, yes. Um, I don't know how to use it. Do I just throw it?
2: Uh, You throw it, and it's got to break, and you just got to throw it better than I do.
1: You can do that. No problem.
4: I am going to throw the Sphere of Silence at the beetleborg.
2: I'll I'll, uh, give you guidance to the D4.
4: Cool. Am I rolling D20, adding... Yeah, be a ranged
0: attack using your uh, dexterity.
4: Okay. Does anything else get added? I have Jack of All Trades.
2: Oh, you should get that then.
0: And that adds half your skill
4: half my
2: proficiency, half proficiency. Oh, half proficiency. yeah, yeah. Add that in. Yeah. yeah okay yeah you, yeah, you get that no matter to what. things that i
3: don't have proficiency to already it, yeah. 16
4: 17
0: 18 19 okay so Uli, i think you see this little glint like fly over your shoulder past you mm-hmm. and kind of race down the end of this hallway and you see it shatter uh, right in front of buster he turns black and white suddenly And then you see this dull wave kind of roll out from Buster, and it establishes this giant circle around him where everything has gone black and white.
4: Mm
5: -hmm.
0: It, It kind of lights everything up by a little bit to where you can just see the shape of everything really clearly, even better with your dark vision. But Buster's curse form is melting away rapidly. You can see his, like, he has this, like, giant horn in the center of his face. It's like a Hercules beetle. Instead of a regular minotaur, his regular horns have actually moved down his face to become large golden mandibles. But as this silence takes effect, the spirit is losing its grip on Buster. Hmm. And you can see him start to revert his form
2: as he is separating from the spirit.
3: Well, is that supposed to happen?
2: Uh, This looks good. I think it's good. Is it good?
5: How do, how do we keep it? How do we stop it from uh, create a certain control?
2: Also, folks, I don't know how long the silence fear is going to last. So uh, mm. Bert's going to uh, reach in his pack and take out some good moss and stuff it in his ears. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suggest you all do the same.
1: <laughs> uh, we all just look at Bert like, uh, okay,
4: Bert. <laughs> I, I guess I'll do the <laughs> logistical question. Mm-hmm. The curse is pooling around buster on the ground
0: um yeah it's kind of like made a ghostly copy of what buster used like his beetle form that is like standing beside him right now and you can see that it's like suffering and struggling and it's like trying to get back at buster
3: okay does buster seem okay
0: um it's the first time in a while that he's been in his like regular form um it seems like this, like, demerger has taken a lot out of him. He looks completely lost. He's, like, on his knees, like, staring around a dark chasm. He probably doesn't remember much from what's happened.
1: Can we attack the curse?
3: Let's, let's attack the curse. I think Sorry. that is a good option. It seems
2: like a good time.
3: I would like to uh, whisper at, or a message at Buster okay. and tell him to, like, move away. I don't know if he'd be able to hear that in his head.
0: Yeah, he would hear it. Oh no, he can't. He's in the he's in the silence zone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so like magic cannot occur inside that circle.
3: So it's not a sphere of Mm. silence, silencing spells, right?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Sphere of but also non magic, anti magic. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, then I'm gonna do charades. Like, (laughs) get out of there. We're going to kill it. <laughs> Leave.
4: <laughs>
3: Julie
4: points at the curse and draws a line across her neck and then points at Buster and tells him to get out of Dodge.
2: Okay, okay, two words.
4: Hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: so that means we can't cast into it?
0: Correct. Yeah, wow. the magic will just sort of dissipate as soon as it hits.
6: Wow.
3: But it kind of exercised him, so that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, give me a uh, persuasion with disadvantage. Okay.
3: I might use my inspiration. 12?
4: <laughs> uh, it's
3: not good regardless. <laughs>
0: yeah, Buster stands up and looks at you and then looks at the curse thing. And uh, I think he just picks up a rock and throws it right through the curse.
3: God, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good
0: try, buddy.
4: Can you refresh my memory on how the nesting doll works?
0: Yeah, so it's essentially a Pokeball. So you're going to throw it at a target to imprison them, essentially. Um, and then they get, they get a save based on how tough they are or like how beaten down they are.
5: Everyone, uh, if we can manage to, uh, do some damage, maybe I can, uh, capture it. I know magic will not work in the sphere, but maybe this nesting doll that Marco gave me
1: will. How can we attack it? How can we do anything without magic?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not the crowd for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holly's like biting her nails like, oh my God. No magic.
4: (laughs)
6: I know what to do, Tibio. Can I have the nesting doll?
4: Okay. And <laughs> I hand you the nesting Yes.
6: Doll. <laughs> um, Snack's going to run over to this sphere. Okay. Um, yeah,
0: when you step into that circle, Uli, uh, you can see Snack going black and white.
4: I'm just picturing the um, river town in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, timeless that's amazing. river, and timeless that's, river. That,
2: when you said black and white, that's me. like,
0: oh,
4: yeah,
2: Steamboat Willie Yes. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: so, Snack, as you cross that threshold into this circle of silence, you feel a little clanging at your hip as uh, Genie does his best to, like, rattle the lamp free as you cross over so that he stays on the outside of the circle. Mm. And then as you step in, you feel yourself change a little bit, you feel suddenly kind of like shaky and hungry and weak, and you realize that you've lost your connection to the gold dragon. Just now? Yeah, as you stepped over the threshold.
6: Mm, Time for that later. Okay. Uh BUSTER. You can you can't yell his name inside
2: a sphere of silence. True. Snack tries. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you try to shout inside the sphere of
6: silence, and of course nothing comes out. Hmm, How does this work? Snack thinks to himself, uh, opens the nesting doll, and attempts to make Buster go in it. Okay.
0: You get close to him, and uh, he kind of like sits up on his knees a little bit, and for the time being it seems he's trusting you because you're moving slowly, and when you get to him you just press the nesting doll up against him, and he's just kind of looking at where you're pressing, and he's looking over at you.
6: Mm. It's magic. Snack grabs him and tries to pull him out. Um, Especially in your weakened state, Buster just chooses not to move. Uh, (sighs) I let out a bit of fire breath to try to scare him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you do see a little bit of fire develop, meaning that that's just an anatomical trick that you can do. Um, But he kind of like shies away from that and then just gives you like the littlest push to get away from him.
3: I want to go... To where the curse is. Okay. And try and choke him out.
0: Okay. Hmm. Uh, so you step into that circle as well. Uli.
3: No longer looks like Tibio, I assume.
0: True. It's also probably just like on top of the actual silence that's in here, There's a, there's a different kind of quiet that's going on inside you.
3: Like a peaceful quiet? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Do I feel nice? <laughs> yeah.
0: Peaceful, but powerless. You have the feeling of surrender.
3: So I don't feel like I could manipulate the curse.
0: No, not inside the sphere.
3: How close is the curse to the edge of the sphere?
0: Uh, Tibio had a pretty good throw, so they're both pretty much dead center.
3: Can I try, like, scooping it to the side of the (laughs) sphere with the spear that I picked up?
0: (laughs) Um, I think the spear kind of passes right through it. You do notice, however, that in this space, the curse is, like, trying to move. But it's just sort of flickering around. It looks like it's like trapped in position.
3: Okay. Then I'm going to go up to Buster and kind of pull on him and gesture out.
0: Yeah, Buster stands a little bit. I need uh, Snack
6: and Uli to make perception checks. Six. Seven.
4: Terrible. Okay. They're drained. On. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I try to help Uli like,
0: move Buster out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Buster's big and tough, but he's also pretty critically wounded. Um, you can tell that he's got a, uh, uh, sort of like gash over his left eye, uh, that he's keeping his eye closed. You did notice that the beetle beforehand had a similar giant scar across its eye. He's more or less going along with you. He's walking with you as you push him. He seems to understand that you're not there to hurt him, although he doesn't seem to register who either of you are. Um, however, when you exit the sphere, you realize there is a lot less distance to go this time. Then when you came into the sphere, as you cross over it, you notice the sphere is shrinking rapidly and you can look behind you to see the curse is almost free at this point.
4: I'm going to prep Dissonant Whisper for when the curse is free.
0: Okay. So uh, silence is no longer a thing in this room. You can all hear each other. The deafen effect has also worn off.
3: Is Snack still pressing the doll to him?
0: Yeah, I did want to try to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where we will start.
3: Initiative. Initiate. Okay. Initiative. <laughs> mm-hmm. Natural twenty. Holly got
4: seven. birds a five.
0: Tibio got fifteen. Hmm. Sixteen. Uh, so Tib, I guess we'll have you go first.
4: So am I still going to get my normal turn after that then, or is this in the a... in the
0: initiative? Yeah. Okay. Cool. But this is before.
4: Um. So is the curse emerged from the sphere now?
0: Uh, yeah, we'll say it's just kind of breaking through.
4: Okay. Um, as it emerges, I pull my lute off my back and I do a little discordant strum because I don't <laughs> know very many chords and mm-hmm. I keep trying, but I can't quite get the fingering right. Mm-hmm. And um, I hum like a hmm and uh, cast dissonant whispers. Okay. And that is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Ding, 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 ding.
0: That is a four in total.
4: Oh, yeah, that's a big old fail. Um, And that is 3d6 psychic damage. And it must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. It doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground. So 3d6. 15. Wow, nice. All fives. Yes. (laughs) See? <laughs> My dang spell. Okay.
0: You can tell that music affects different spirits differently. Uh, Genie remains unaffected by music in any case. Uh, he's even hummed and sang on his own. He plays monastic music in his lamp sometimes. It's
4: just Yeah.
0: But it doesn't freeze the spirit in place like it would have done to Moja, and you've seen a couple times before. It is, however, super effective. Um, (laughs) You can see the curse just kind of rattle and hold its head, whatever kind of head it had, and it loses Buster's shape a little bit. So before it was like the exact Beetleborg shape, but now you can see that this spirit was originally just a beetle. A large one, but a beetle.
4: Huh. Hmm. Gross.
0: (laughs) Um. It looks, uh, it kind of like falls onto its big six legs, Uh, stands about four feet tall, and it's just kind of crawling around, but it looks rather aimless and non-malicious.
2: the fuck? Well, good start to combat, hmm.
1: Hmm, is it like uh, a spiritual form or corporeal?
2: It's a spirit.
4: Okay, that's a good word. (laughs)
0: All right, so uh, snack, uh, as you leave this like, silent sphere area with Buster, you press that uh, nesting doll up to him. Uh, what was the animal on this one? I already forgot.
3: Did you say squirrel? I heard
0: squirrel earlier. It's a
3: squirrel, I thought.
4: Oh, squirrel is mine. I just wrote gotta catch them all by it. This oh, okay. from,
2: from the estate <laughs> sale or whatever. Uh, yeah, from.
0: Okay.
3: I don't know if we even specified. What? What it, animal? It you was. may have just said it was another nesting doll. Been. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: I was thinking I said fox, but.
3: Yeah, I make oh, it a that's fox. Cute. Yeah. I like that.
0: Okay. Now we actually find out if it does anything. <laughs> uh, you see Buster kind of like shudder and he like starts to shrink down and he like gets pulled towards the thing and then he just like backhands you away from him and the uh, nesting doll just kind of goes spinning onto the floor and uh, just says,
6: damn. What are you doing? Dave is better. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me and he says Dave where's Dave um he's eating a sandwich are you hungry
0: he uh kind of like looks around and squints at you snack and you, maybe there's some kind of recognition there and then he uh looks ahead towards where the shield is shimmering preventing you from going back into the other room and he says uh
6: yeah me too
1: Well, let's get you boys a sandwich. (laughs) Holly, like, comes up, and she's...
0: He kind of, like, startles, and he says... You! Who are you? Who are all of you?
1: I'm Holly Hyacinth.
0: He looks at you, Holly, and says... I... I know you.
1: Yeah. I know you, big boy.
0: You... you did something. You
6: destroyed Joe's store. I remember (laughs) the boiler.
1: Mmm, you know, really... It was just an accident, and we can get you a new one.
6: I can top that. I stabbed Joe.
0: He almost died. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see Buster kind of, like, stand up and,
2: like, look side to side, and he says, Joe, where, where's Joe?
3: He's somewhere.
2: He's got a new dragon friend that he's been hanging out with. He
0: gets kind of frantic, and he starts, like, uh, pushing Snack aside, and he walks up to that shield, and he's just like,
6: where's Joe? I have to get back. Where's Joe?
4: Oh, he's still on the juice. Still? I bet. Or something. The fuck? That
2: would have ran out by now, I think.
3: Maybe they're just...
4: It's only
6: like a 24-hour jobby.
4: Really in
2: love.
3: Yeah, we
6: misread the relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Uli, it's your turn in initiative. Uh, there is a white glowing beetle that is just ambling around in the grotto.
3: Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna try and cast banishment on it. Okay. Um... It has to make a charisma save. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Uh, it fails, and mm-hmm. then I will. Where will it go? Hang on to the banishment for a minute. If the creature is from the plane you're on, it it's- comes back after a minute. If it's from a different plane, it goes to where it's supposed to go. So it goes to the plane it's from. <laughs>
0: In combat is over. You gain zero experience. <laughs> you find zero items. Way to go, Uli. Yeah.
1: Nah, Uli found a spear. <laughs> I did. It's a pretty A slimy cool. spear. Yeah. This
0: is when you're, like, fighting a boss and you destroy the bridge and not the boss. Yeah. yeah. You know, it like, doesn't give you anything for it.
1: Uh, good thing you took care of that fast, Uli, because I think the tide's starting to come in. Oh, shit. Uh, Holly,
4: his skirts are very
0: wet <laughs> very astute yes uh the <laughs> is race is that
4: what they were supposed to notice the yeah. race
0: against the clock here is that the tide is rapidly coming <laughs> oh my
4: in God. um
0: so you Pretty see deep. rin kind of gesture from the other side of the portal to like get your attention he holds his arms up in waves and then he like points down at this water that is starting to like slosh over the edge
6: mm-hmm. ah Snack shoots some eldritch uh, bolts at the waves coming in okay uh you hit a crab <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, not another aquatic adventure.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. Yeah, um, what about this guy? You got some uh, rope? Um,
5: I think historically in Lamplight, we have tied people up with web.
0: Yes, that's, yeah.
1: that's fine.
0: Yeah. Buster says, what do you need a web for? What is this?
5: Well, we uh, do not want you to run away. Your brother misses you very much. Uh,
0: he takes like a big <laughs> wet hoof stump in the water and kind of like backs away from you going deeper into the grotto. Can I do
2: something? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to burn a channel divinity to uh, read read his thoughts. Okay. Uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Six. Sorry, eight. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, now I get some surface thoughts, and also I can use suggestion on him for freezies. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, surface thoughts.
0: Um, Buster is very, very lost. He is... Pining for Joe, he just wants to find him so that he can know he's doing the right thing. Uh, He is thinking about his daily life when Joe was here. He would get up, he would know what to do, he would do his work, and he would go home, and life was more stable than it had ever been for him. After a life of crime, Joe presented him with a way of existing that was under the radar that he could maintain.
3: It was still crime. but Yeah,
0: it's just more controlled Stable
3: crime. crime. Yeah. Right. Crime family. <laughs> uh,
0: but he Buster is scared, does not recognize or trust any of you.
2: Okay. For my suggestion spell, I will put my hand on his knee and say, Calm down and come with us, please. Okay. Uh, Buster sort of nods
0: his head at you, Bert. And he says, You can take me to where Joe is.
2: Something like that.
4: I guess technically we could.
6: <laughs> okay. I...
2: Yeah.
1: I'll go with you. Uh, can we tell if the curse is like f- freed him now? The curse of the beetle?
0: Yeah, curse of the beetle is like gone completely. Okay. just um, want to make sure. You can see that Buster is holding on to the scarab that like cursed him in the first place, the little item. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just like holding on to that in his offhand.
4: And but it's mundane now?
0: It is not mundane. It is still a cursed object, it is still a gate.
1: Oh. Is it like the sword where he can't be separated from it? Probably.
0: Nope. Whatever. He's he's been separated. But from
1: that this. item is still cursed. Yeah. Um.
5: Bert, uh, do you think you could ask him to uh, give us the
1: scarab?
2: Uh, I only get one of those. I think we should keep. I think we should get moving, and then we can we can grab
0: that. Yeah, let's
1: get out okay. of this water.
2: The trip back is a little bit different. Uh,
0: that rigging is now just barely over the surface of the water as you guys climb back. Um. When you exit the underdock into the bright daylight above, uh, Dave is sitting in an alleyway peeling potatoes again. <laughs> and uh, he kind of stands and like immediately dumps the potatoes on the ground when he sees Buster.
2: And he just says, You did it. It was deceptively simple.
3: He might need some healing. That's not our fault, though.
2: Uh, in the daylight,
0: you can see that Buster is in very rough shape. Um, that eye injury is pretty severe.
2: I'll um, give him a second level healing whatever I got. Okay.
3: I could switch my patch over. and thunder wave him? Thunder, Just mm. scream healing at him. <laughs> Seven hit
0: points. <laughs> yeah, Buster breathes a little sigh, and you can see it's just a couple of his cuts and bruises heal over a little bit, but not it that. does not give him his eye back.
3: I will switch my patch, mm. and I'll thunder wave him. Okay. This better but actually This, this work. also
2: does the usual thunder wave. Part, yeah, just right? the healing. Just the oh, healing. Oh, it's yeah. not a, okay. it's a... healing explosion. I see.
3: Thunder all through the night. I will cast it at a second level.
1: I want to try to slide a hand the scarab away from him.
3: Okay. 18 hit points.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah, everybody gets healed for 18 hit points.
3: Ooh, wow. wow. Oh, yeah, because it's an AOE. Then,
0: I'm you're welcome. Holly make a uh, sleight of hand mm. with advantage
3: also I have a mustache now <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: hmm. well Holly's not good at stealing we learned today I know I'll use my last luck point why the <laughs> hell not and you have inspiration god damn it don't know we'll
3: just go 10 <laughs> Tim's like I don't give a fuck um,
0: um, yeah uh, Buster actually got an 8 Ha! ha, ha. Oh, wow. um, the so luck
1: point was worth it.
0: During this extremely loud healing wave, um, <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of dip down, Holly, and grab the scarab out of his hand. He's almost a little startled, and so it's like you know he practically dropped it into your hands when you went to grab it. Um, a few moments later, uh, Tandy, Emery, and Todd come running down the uh, alleyway, and they're just like,
6: "What happened? We heard a noise. We are sheriffs here doing our business. Oh. Leave us." Oh, Tandy. <laughs> Hi, Master Sheriff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emery looks at you and says, that was quick.
1: No, well, the curse breakers know how to, you know, take care of business. Speaking of uh, curse breakers, Burt, can you handle the press here? Um, let's go over here. And now Holly will kind of get them to the back of the alley to help break the curse of the Scare Beetle.
2: All right, okay. people. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> Move along.
4: Bert's in cop mode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're just talking to, like, Tamri and
4: Tamri. <laughs> Tamri? Whoa. Tandy and Emery. I like that name, Oh.
5: <laughs> oh, um, Ollie, do you think that we should let Snack give it a
1: go? I was just gonna say that. Snack, this is like your, uh, curse breaking with training
3: wheels right now, okay? Okay. Do you guys have a handle on this? Uh, uh yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to Dave. Okay, good
1: luck.
6: Oh, Snack's first curse break. <laughs> All right, I've seen how to do this. <laughs> um,
1: Holly how sets, do I do this? <laughs> Holly sets the beetle um, thing. Is it like a brooch almost? It's yeah, so like it a little piece of jewelry is what it kind of looks like i mm-hmm, imagine mm-hmm. um she sets it down on the uh, alleyway floor is this like a
0: boardwalk still
1: a boardwalk yeah. okay yeah and just kind of in a clear space so it's not around anybody or any buildings or anything all right <laughs> the first thing you're gonna do is step one are you writing this down snack? why
6: are you checking your notes i thought you knew how to do this snack <laughs> I'm nervous now because I, you were supposed to teach me. And what what happens if I explode? What? Um, I aim at this thing. Okay, yes. I'm just gonna shoot it. I'll just bolt just to nope, be sure. No, nope, no, nope. It's just to check a, uh, range. It won't work. Oh, okay.
1: Listen, cursed items can only be destroyed by curse breaking. Hmm. But if it's a curse. Or if
6: genie eats it. But person, yes. yeah.
1: Oh, we could feed it to genie, but he doesn't like eating them anymore. I think I don't know. I
6: think he does, but.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, step 1, bait the curse.
6: Um, uh Snack uh touches his uh forearm and
1: cast the mana flare. Uh Snack you touch the first
5: circle and that is the mana flare. This
6: one. Yes, of course. Mana flare.
0: Um, Snack begins to glow white. Uh something you thought you may never see. It's uh it is pulling something from that beetle. It seems um Snack's energy is coaxing more curses to come through that gate.
2: Holly, Holly, get the historoscope. I want this recorded.
1: (laughs) Okay, Holly pulls it out.
0: Uh, Holly, you pull it out, and when you go to record, um, it just kind of like pulses a dull red.
1: Hey, this thing's not working.
0: Oh no, Uh, my memories. (laughs) You see faint text within the crystal that says memory full.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The hail. All right, well. I'll have to figure that
2: out later. You just had to uh, go to the. Uh, and, As uh, our parents are yeah. trying to
1: mess with the
5: camera. <laughs> I don't know what um, to do next. Uh, uh, Snack, you tap the uh, second circle, and second
6: from me or second closest to you.
5: Second next to the first one. Uh, okay, Snag,
0: you I are. Which you one are, I touched? You are burning alive. Uh, you can feel you've lost a third of your health since this has started. Uh, uh, tap the second okay. circle, the I middle one. I, I touched it. That okay. is
5: the disenchant.
0: Okay.
6: Disenchant. Uh, where do you place the disenchant? Um.
5: Aim it at the objects, Nick. I oh, okay.
6: I <laughs> uh, I put pointed at the 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 talus the scarab thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you all
0: see the boards around the scarab go black and white, just like in the grotto a second ago. And
6: finally.
5: And now, you give it, it everything you
6: got. you
4: got! Here we go! <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, roll an attack Perfect. against a stationary object.
4: It couldn't have gotten better. Natural twenty. Oh my yeah. god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she
6: definitely I that clamped. That might
2: mic. be barely clamped.
6: <laughs> <laughs> See that? So much
3: she worse. got on other people's
2: microphones.
3: That's a, that was pretty epic, though.
6: Worth, nice. I'm the best curse breaker. Good
1: job, Snack! (laughs) Um, Holly's like shaking him as he's like trying to aim (laughs) the beam at the curse. Alright,
0: so Snack is like stumbling through this process. He's like almost disenchanted himself, (laughs) is rapidly dying, burning alive from the mana flare, and right when you see him go for the final burst on this to give it all he's got to swing out and destroy the object, he points his fingers down at this thing. And the last thing you hear is Jeannie going, Snack, wait a second. <laughs> and then this whole area just goes dark. And you see Snack glowing the only bright thing in this area. And he releases this beam that's about as wide as he is, that annihilates the floorboards, <laughs> goes oh. through the underdock okay. and splashes into the water and is boiling the ocean underneath. <laughs>
2: oh
0: and you just see this steam like rise out, and you can see almost this like magmatic, fiery hue form <laughs> under the ocean and just die out for a snack. F- for a sec For a, snick. a
3: snack. <laughs> <laughs> a second. <snack-ing. laughs>
0: uh, the boardwalk is on fire. Um the item is just gone and gone completely. <laughs> At a molecular level it's gone.
3: Um mm. I nudge Tandy and I'm like, that was not me this time. Um
6: <laughs> I I pause for a sec and then snack just retches. <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: I bet him uh, on the back <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, I, I did it. <laughs> Good job, Snack. Great work.
2: Wow. That's some curse breaking if I've ever seen it.
3: Well, he did have the best teachers. Does he have to go through uh, anger management training? (laughs) Maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Snack, your magic is depleted until your short rest.
6: Hmm.
0: Uh, And you you are down to just one little HP. Oh, wow. Okay. Genie kind of like flops out of the lamp, <laughs> a, a, equally as exhausted as snack. And you just see him go, uh, and he like <laughs> <laughs> flops his back onto the, onto the boardwalk and he just says, you need to tell me when you're going to do that again. Um,
6: Genie. He's like reaching up to you and he goes, water. Uh, yeah, there's lots of water coming. It's actually getting kind of deep now. <laughs> Genie, I can do that every day. We can, we can do that if we just find cursed items. We can do that. You can see him start to cry a little <laughs> bit. <and he> goes,
5: <laughs> good. Snug, <laughs> like you did a very good job, but you look very tired. Thank and you. I pat him on the shoulder and yes. cast Healing Word.
0: Uh, Uli. Ah. Uh. uh, Dave comes up behind you. Uh. And he just says, Hey, I just wanted to say thank you.
3: Yes? For, uh, the Buster stuff?
0: Uh, yeah, for the Buster stuff. Thank you.
3: You're, uh, you're welcome. Um hey, I, I also go ahead. No, I am <laughs> <laughs> so good.
4: <laughs>
3: no, you were you were saying something?
0: Yeah. Uh just while while you were gone um you weren't you weren't there so Emery and I <laughs> No, it's not Oh, you're together. Your no, no, we just we were <laughs> talking about like what we want to like you hear a Oh no. As the tankard cracks
3: <laughs> on your belt
0: and a a white mist moves up towards your face and Dave's poured emotions settle into you.
3: No. Um and the last thing he felt was So I think we can safely call it romantic panic.
4: <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: You saw how Dave looked when he used the tankard to clear his mind and take a break from what he had been doing. And it's not what you expect. You feel so sure and so unanxious. You feel home. When Dave poured his emotions into the tank, he was tired. He didn't know if he'd be able to save his brother after coming so close, but he had also just seen you for the first time in weeks.
3: No. no.
0: And the words didn't come to him then, and they sure as hell aren't coming to him now. But he wanted so badly to tell you that just seeing you made him feel so sure. (laughs) And then he felt home.
4: Oh, no. Dave's such a good boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uli, you, of course, grow a new patch. Um, This just depicts uh, Dave's smiling face with a thumbs up and one broken (laughs) horn. But when you adorn this patch, uh, you become physically a lot more imposing. Uh, you grow just by a little bit. Your muscles become even thicker with your huge biceps and arm strength. Um, you have a nose ring, which may or may not be new, and mm. small horns.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cool.
0: Dave seems kind of at a loss uh, he may or may not understand what had just happened, um, but he kind of stops all of his stuttering, and he's staring at the boardwalk, and then he looks up at you and says, I know we lead lives that take us all over the place, and we can't settle down. Yes. Yet. I mean. Yes. But I want you to know that I, I want that for us, at it- least to try in a real sense, when this is over.
3: Do you want a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I might have a kid.
0: <laughs> His eyes are just huge. <laughs> he says, I, I mean, we don't have to run, rush into anything so quickly, but someday, sure, yeah. I, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs>
3: cool.
1: Okay. Holly's like making hand gestures behind Dave's back to Uli, and she's
4: just like, now kiss. And she has
1: like her two hands making little duck faces, and then just
4: like, now kiss. Um, now kiss. Tibio uses his um, spine <laughs> mm-hmm. thing to just like scooch Uli toward
3: Dave. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think Dave takes. One big stride towards you reaches out, puts his hands kind of behind your back and pulls you into his chest and just holds you against him and uh, kind of, like, pats the back of your head.
4: Okay, he a tough day! Yeah. What? You all had a tough day!
0: You can, like, you can barely hear him over, like, the rumbling of his chest, but he's just like, I can't thank you enough for helping Buster out of this situation. I, I don't know what I would have done on my own. I, The tide was coming in and... I feel like I had failed. Thank you.
3: I squeeze back and I say, yeah, I I think Buster's going to need a little help for a while.
6: Yeah,
0: um, about that. I really want to help you all continue this, but Buster needs me right now. I'm going to have to stay in Lamplight for at least a little
3: while. That's understandable.
0: Tandy says... Does that mean we're free of this thing? And uh, Tandy's got bidet in tow, like on a leash.
4: Oh. (laughs) Or bidet. Unloved.
0: Uh, Emery walks up and grabs the leash and says,
2: yeah, I'll take him. Come here, guy. Mr. Emery, does this mean you're coming with us?
0: Certainly can. I've uh, got a good hold on my old curse situation now.
2: That's great to hear it. Anything you can teach us about what you've done to, to beat back your curse could be very valuable.
0: Actually, I do have some insight for you. We learned some things about the people in Vindorn. Um they they love curses. Like it's like a popular thing up north.
4: I was w-
5: thinking I wanted to ask why you had come back down here when last we heard you were heading that way.
0: Well, We got to a certain point north and heard that they saw a beetle, but that it was headed back south, so we followed the trail back. But it's kind of making sense now. Listen, when I first met you guys, there was a big influx of cursed items here in Lamplight. You remember that? That's where I got this. And he takes out his greatsword. Of course. Oh, the the big sword, yep. Those were all coming out of Vindorn. They were supplying them. They make them in Vindorn. They
2: manufacture (gasps) cursed items and distribute them
1: cool. Uh, huh. They must have been using that,
2: that one outpost as a uh, another stop down here.
1: The cross post. That's the one.
2: <laughs> they, they don't
0: look at it the same way that we do though. It's, it's all magic to them. Whether it works as intended or not, they don't see curses as bad things.
3: That might be because the king is a curse. Hmm. They're all under the influence.
2: It also fits though what we've know about curses emery you've learned to live with your curse and we know that not all dead spirits mean us harm
5: true but they should not be here in this way it is not correct there is a place for them
0: i'd have to agree with you on that these spirits are not part of the equation cursed items though i'm changing my mind about a little bit as long as you know what it does a cursed item is a magic item. He uh, shows you like this tinderbox, and when he opens it, it just starts sputtering flames everywhere. Whoa. He says, It's a perfectly functional tinderbox, you just gotta know how to use
1: it. I think the creation of these objects is maybe, uh, you know, a little under the table, like not really a good thing. Extremely problematic. Yeah, that's, that's it. Extremely problematic. No offense, Genie. Uh, no offense,
5: Tinderbox.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tinderbox is like, none taken. Calspur, <laughs> oh, has the chat. <laughs> Oh, my God.
6: I am persuaded by your words, Emery. Where can we get more cursed items? No. Vindorn. Well, we should go there. We well, got them by the boatload. But you're right. This
0: is intentional and it's a bad thing. I'm just saying the people of Vindorn have adapted, they're learning to get along with what's provided to them.
5: Uh, Because that doesn't entirely surprise me. People are adaptable.
1: So, sounds like we need to head to Vindor next, but didn't we have to do something for your dragons (sighs) or something, Snack?
6: Do I have my connection with Idris back? Yes, as soon as you left that cursed area, came screaming back. Yes, we must leave very soon. We must destroy this great dragon. Yeah, I'm worried that Joe's going to find us before we find him.
3: Don't say Joe too loud.
0: Buster's kind of, like, turned around and is, like, staring over at your group. Different Joe. (laughs) He just does the, like, upwards nod and turns
1: around. Um, Well, I, for one, could use a bit of a rest before we move on. Uh, Also, we don't know exactly where we're going. Did
5: um, Idris give you any instructions?
6: Very clear, very clear instructions, yes. Three days north, yes.
5: That... It could be anywhere.
6: In days, meaning when the sun is up, and uh, that happens three times, and that's how far north we must go.
5: Thank you, Snick.
6: You're welcome, Tibio.
2: Well,
5: (laughs) at least we know that either way we must go north.
2: Yeah, and you were told this by a dragon who can fly? Yes, Idris. How long did you take to get to the outskirts of Emery? We
0: went up the uh,
2: west path, north from Tildry instead
0: of north from here. There were a lot of unfriendly foes. Uh, Bidet took a couple of arrows just trying to get there. (laughs) Any
3: dragons, that Beth?
0: That's what got us to turn back.
3: What color was it?
0: Bright red.
5: Yep. Um. That might be the dragon we are looking for.
0: As in, you're going to take it down?
5: Um. Well, uh, of course. uh, Of course we are. Don't say it too loud, but um. Joe may have gained some influence over said dragon.
0: Oh God! Yeah. So
5: it is important that we um deal with it.
1: But it's okay. We have a dragon on our side. That's we me. We have Snake on our side. No, I thought we had another dragon. No, the golden. Not no, really. this.
6: No, it is me that is in charge. You are all. My subordinates and I am the dragon and we have this under control. Well,
1: I thought uh-huh. the whole like point of you befriending a golden dragon was so he would help us fight other dragons.
6: Uh, he is helping us with this information we have of where this dragon is located, which the is
3: information north. information we could have figured out ourselves.
6: Yes, well, yes. Okay. Uh, Bert, could you not uh, spy upon this dragon? I have its name. Uh, sure. Well, in fact, I've been meaning to do this. There's
2: more we could learn about Vixie with a little legend lore.
3: Well,
1: yeah. Uh, why don't we get a spot in the inn, get some lunch? Is it dinner? Get some dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Emery says that sounds like a good idea. I know a place. Uh, you all walk right to Ross the Boss's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
3: The only inn. Place, yeah. Yeah, we, we knew. <laughs> we knew the place, too.
0: When you step in there, you hear a strangely affected voice that says, It's not about the money. Of course I don't care about the money. It's that we're asking for reasonable accommodations and you can't provide them. This is This is useless. Say something to him. And you hear another voice say... We really shouldn't have to put up with this kind of thing. Um, do you know who we are, where we're from? And you hear Ross the Boss say, I'm sorry, I really don't. It's I don't meet a lot of gnomes, period. I um Bert, you are oh, no. head to toe with panic. Oh no. As you mm-hmm. see your parents arguing with Ross. Yeah, oh no. I dive underneath Tibio's <laughs> robe. <What the laughs> fuck? At the, at the noise, they both turn around and they say, oh, it seems the door's blown open. Um, I think we should leave. Take our money elsewhere. Ross just kind of raises his eyebrows like, go ahead. Bert and, is shaking his head yes underneath the rope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bert, your dad leans into your mother and says, I really didn't see many other decent places around here. If we want to sleep on a bed, this might be our only option, darling. She says, I "Simply will not feather beds. Are you joking?" Our tea, yes. tea is our T psychic T
2: still active? Yes. Tibio, No, they can't stay here under any circumstances.
4: Uh, Tibio speaks mentally back at Bert. What do you mean? What? Who are they? Uh,
2: nobody.
3: <sighs> okay. Natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Do you want to roll a...
2: Uh, I'd love to. Yeah.
4: Do I insight yep. against that?
2: Uh, natural 19.
4: 13.
6: Bert is unwilling to tell you who they are. <laughs> Do we all hear the T's conversations? Uh, it's up to you guys. Oh, so he can channel it? You choose your channels. Okay. So none of us heard that. I guess I was just talking to Tibio. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, Bert's gonna get out, uh, get out his quill. Mm-hmm. Dear Ross the Boss, if you don't give these two people a room... I'll read your entire story and tell you what I think all about it. Sincerely, Bert.
0: Okay. Ross continues to talk to them, and he says, "Well, if you decide to change your mind, like I said, it's just five silver for the two of you—a single room, I'd assume." I, uh, dear hear? Oh, okay. Oh, Engelbert Wisherspoon. It's so good to hear from you. Um. Okay.
3: Is he saying that out loud? Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, no. s- so I, I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I don't think I can give you a room. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> and they both turn around. Bert, your mother is now, like, incredulous. And she goes, what? What? You're not going to give us a room? Are you? This is denial of service. I'm being discriminated against just for being absurdly wealthy. And she, like, turns around <laughs> and, like, gestures <laughs> to, like, the two people in the dining area aside from you. And is just like, can you believe this? I t- Tell somebody. And then she starts like shaking your father, and she's like, "Roger, tell somebody." Uh, Roger is staring at Ross, the boss.
2: Tip, Tibia, what's what's going on out there?
5: Um, they are very
2: anxious. Did you say, Engelbert
0: Wisherspoon? Uh, oh yeah, he's an old contact of mine. He's a great guy. Um, he seems to know you're here, though. Uh, hold on. He like looks behind them and sees the rest of you, and he goes, Hey, guys, have you seen
6: Bert? <laughs> He's right here. He's hiding behind Tibio.
5: No.
4: No, there is no Bert here. Yeah, I don't. Who's Bert? There is no Bert. And Tibio is doing big arms, big power stance. Very awkward. <laughs> Super I've, awkward.
6: I forgot Bert's not there. He's dead. Yes.
5: No. He is not dead. We're he not
6: is, sure. We left him where we've... He
5: also not
3: here. I, I think you're talking about Turt. Turt is our friend. Wait, Turt?
1: What? Uh, no, he was just here a moment ago. I, I don't know where he went, though. Holly's, like, looking around for Bert.
5: They,
6: uh... <laughs> we just blasted so many deceptions. There's <laughs> nothing you can do, to him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they just, uh... <laughs>
0: The, the two of them actually hold hands for a second, and then you see both of their eyes just glow an intense green, and oh, you can okay. see that like their clothes are like lifting off their body a little bit, and then they release their hands from each other, and they say, "Engelbert, why don't you say
2: hi?" Uh, I'm gonna try to stealth out of the robes. <laughs> that looks like I was just like somewhere behind Tibio. Okay. <laughs> yes. I got a two. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for.
6: <laughs>
2: okay. So I try to, yeah, I try to stealth out. So as he
4: tries to stealth out, Tibio is also trying to stealth him out. Okay. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> Tibio, you like turn
0: around and are like, my spines are you're like... like straddle walking. So that Bert has a bunch of space under there to stay hidden. Yeah. And as you like exit out the door, Bert is like creeping forward into the room <laughs> and just like comes out from under your robes and is looking up at his parents who are looking down at him.
2: Oh, hey, you didn't tell me you were in town. Engelbert. How's, how's my, my special,
0: special little boy?
2: boy? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, pretty good. Very busy, though, you know. we're The five of us, we're all adventurers. That sounds very interesting. You should tell us all about it for a long time. <laughs> and then your father says... We actually have some business here, Engelbert, and we were hoping you could help. Uh, Well, I'll do what I can. I'm surprised you have business here in Lamplight, of all places. Your mother says, not here, not here, here.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. And then your father says, right, it's actually just a little bit outside of town, a little bit north of here. You see, well, let's get somewhere to talk, Bert.
3: Um, sorry, I think... There's been a mistake. Uh, You have to go through his secretary. And I point to Holly. And who are you? I'm his bodyguard.
0: She like looks you up and down.
3: And I look as intimidating as I can. She
0: looks you up and down again. (laughs) Her eyes flash green. She goes, I'm deathless, you know.
3: Don't know what that means. But I I don't like your eyes. Back up please, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: She's like staring at you and backs up a little bit.
4: What kind of sense am I getting from them
0: that they are Ooh. illegal? <laughs> they cannot exist and it it's I'm offended. It's part of your responsibility to make sure this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Their their souls are stayed from undeath.
5: Ooh. Um uh but um yeah, uh, who are these people? People? You know them?
2: And why are you traveling with the Grim Reaper? Bert? Oh, these are my these are my parents.
5: Bert, you
2: told me your parents. Y- I did. But look at them, Bert. Well, it, I did not lie to you, Tobio. Can somebody please say something? This is terribly awkward.
3: Back up, ma'am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no... Uh, now- <laughs> Uh, it's fine. We uh, would like to speak with our son in private. It's fine. I, I'll i go talk with him. Thank you. You guys just uh, book us a room, and um, Ross will get some bacon going, and it'll be fine. Ross goes, oh, <laughs> sure.
4: My skeleton is, like, trembling. The whole thing is trembling, and I'm trembling.
6: Yeah. yeah. Yes, master. Snack does a deep bow to Bert. <laughs> Wow.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, As the three of them walk away, you can hear Bert's mother say something like, Bert, it's good that you've got friends, but parties are supposed to be balanced. You don't need to travel with four rogues.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. That was kind of a good singer, Mom. (laughs) Um, Bert, they they
0: shuffle off with you and they get right into the heart of the matter. They don't actually give a shit what you've been up to. Um, (laughs) Classic parents, right? They stumble immediately.
2: (laughs) Who from high school died? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So they just say, how have you been? How are these new um, hirelings?
2: Oh, uh, well, they've been great. We've been through all sorts of crazy stuff, and I've been writing this book about it. You can read all about it.
0: Yes, actually, a note on that, Bert. Um, You haven't been dipping into the family account, have you? We noticed a little bit of movement in our accounts, and we were wondering if that was you.
2: Uh, no, I haven't.
0: Bert, if you need money, you can just talk to us. You don't have to...
2: I, I know. ...forge we've, signatures. Uh, we've been fine. Look, it, it's just, uh, we've been finding troves of gold, you know, treasures. We've, I'm we've got sure. a dragon with us. Mm. He loves gold. Roger, give him some money. Anyway, Bert, <laughs> we're here
0: because, well we've been the target of an attack. Yes, we've been victimized. Your father and I rely on very special artifacts. Your father just says, they're called phylacteries, dear.
2: Yeah, 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 I know all about it. Well, we... I read the brochures.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They hold hands again, and your mother says, we hid ours where we took our honeymoon. It was a, um, a beautiful little grotto not far from here. Just a bit to the north, we, uh... She kind of, like, gets dreamy-eyed and stares off at your father, and your father says, well, we spent the whole day skinny-dipping and smoking and drinking. (laughs) All right, you
2: can skip ahead a little bit, I
3: think. (laughs) And then
0: your mother smiles and says, and then on the beach... No!
6: (laughs) And then
2: they kind of stop talking for a while and stare at each other. Yeah, so you said you're in trouble? Oh, yes. Victimized? Sorry,
0: um... (laughs)
2: Yes. I feel like I'm the one victimized. (laughs) So,
0: for our phylacteries, we chose, um, well, some of our favorite possessions. You know your father's fondness for emeralds. Sure, sure. So, well, we tucked them into a little keepsake box along with your father's class ring, and we pushed it into a tiny waterfall and assumed nobody would ever find them, but... No! It really seems like... There are just adventurers out there looting and pillaging every square corner of the world.
2: <laughs> uh, two
0: emeralds, you say? But it's not like you're thinking, Bert. It can't just be any emeralds. You have to get our emeralds, our phylacteries. Well, yeah, that's... Yep, that's what I was thinking. Do you understand? It's a pretty complicated magical process.
2: No, I, I get it. The, the f- the phylacteries, its like—and
0: hmm. And he's just kind of lost trying to explain something that you already understand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Can I can I ask out of the Game what happened to those emeralds?
3: We—I sold one so we, that you could have money to buy scrying tools.
2: Yeah, at the uh, Faye Trader. At
3: the Fay Trader. Oh no. And the is other that where one, it was? The Faye Trader. Think we gave the, the other, other one, one to Maisie. Maisie. Yep. That's
2: okay, okay. Maisie, like a college Maisie fund. had both, right? Yeah. And then.
3: And Maisie gave me back one.
2: Yep. Okay.
3: Great. Cool. Uh,
0: uh, in any case, we were going to go
2: back to the swimming hole to check again tomorrow, just to be doubly sure, but I, I think I know a swimming hole north of here. Holly, Holly, could you come in here a second? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, could you bring up the swimming hole at the the historoscope. The historoscope. Thank you. Oh, could no. you. Could you bring up that for uh, sure for uh, old mom and pop here?
1: Bert. Uh, aside to Bert. Bert, do we need to help them? Are they are they safe?
2: I, it's all under control, Holly. I
1: don't trust you Bert at all. Bert style. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, Holly uh, stops talking to Bert and then does the projection of the historoscope to show the swimming hole.
0: Yeah, for the millionth time you see Uli's naked butt immediately just like it's pretty much like full frame and then she runs away and jumps into the thing it's
3: like perfectly shiny and round Yeah, sorry
2: I know how you guys feel about nudity Uh, your
0: mother's just like (laughs) is this the swimming hole your mother blushes and nods And then uh, she leans in closely at the projection and points to Maisie climbing into the waterfall, and she says, "Who is that ratty little bitch?" Oh
1: my god, mother! Um, Holly stops the projection. She's like, "Nope, well, that's the end of it." I don't know who that girl is. Thank you,
0: Holly. So that you do all. know where these are, don't you?
2: Hmm. Well, uh, thank you, Holly. That will be all. <laughs> know where what are Bert? Thank you, Holly. <laughs>
0: Our, our belongings. You took them. I took them. Those
2: were ours.
1: Excuse me. No,
2: uh, no. Hold on here. We'll go to the watering hole and we'll get them for you, and then we will go our separate ways.
1: Holly's just looking really like quizzically at Bert, and then looks back at his parents, and then back at Bert again. And is
4: just like what.
0: Your mother says, we don't have time to wait around for you to figure out what to do, Engelbert. Why is it always delays with you? Your father and I are going back to our chateau in Vindorn. You will take the emeralds there.
2: So you finally got that place in Vindorn, huh?
0: We did, and we found a nice deal. I Not that you'd even appreciate the finer aspects of it. I
2: bet you did. Uh, Well, we have to be headed toward Vindorn ourselves, so... Excellent. Then you can bring them by in a few days. Emeralds.
0: Thank you. Emeralds. I don't know why I have to beg for everything from you, Engelbert. It's
2: a mystery.
1: <laughs>
0: Roger kind of like pats you on the shoulder and he just says, hang in there. Thanks, dad.
3: <laughs>
0: she takes a second, looks back up at Ross and says, we won't be staying here after all. Thank you. And goodbye. Good They, uh, Give you one little like flash of emerald eyes, Uli, and then they depart.
2: All right. Who wants bacon? Bacon time. Uh, let's hold let's get the bacon.
3: Bring in home they?
2: the bacon.
3: Birds huh? are... hmm? Who were they? Who were? They're Bert's parents. Oh, the,
2: yeah. They are. Yep. Very, she got very
3: it. Wrong. I'm No offense. Yeah, and like really, no offense, and I'm no stranger to family troubles, but yeah. I do not like those people. But they should
2: not. Oh, they exist. were kind of rude. Yeah, I agree, Tibio.
5: No, just but just kind of rude. Oh, but this is very bad.
2: <clears throat> I mean, they're gone now. It's not so bad.
5: Oh no, they should not be
2: here at all. Uh, yeah, they should. They. They should probably just stay in Vindorn.
4: Oh, but oh no, no, no! It is very bad. And Tibio's like
3: pacing around the (laughs) inn, like oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, Mm. oh (laughs) fuck. Tibio, they're they were like pretty entitled and rude. But I don't think you can call for death. You do
5: not understand. They are so far past dead. It is oh no, 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 no.
3: I mean, you really don't like them. I
5: guess
6: that's kind of extreme, Tibio. I mean, look at Bidet. It's
5: but you know what they have <laughs> done.
6: Yeah, Tibio, I I know,
5: but it is it is unfathomable. What they do and why were it they is, so interested in Maisie? It is a crime against nature. Uh, uh,
6: mm.
3: What do they want with Maisie? I don't
6: think making Bert is a crime against nature, Tibio. Oh,
3: <laughs> no, no, no.
6: <laughs> that was quite rude.
4: Tibio is just like nodding to everything that everyone says and really is focused on Bert. And like, you see this, right? You know this is bad.
2: All right. I'll, all right. I'll spill the beans. Uh, my Parents that you've just met—they're uh, what you would know as liches. You know about them?
4: Tibia's rocking back and forth, sitting on the what? floor. What? I don't. I don't know what that is. Oh,
1: oh dear.
2: Uh, it's a deal where you kind of um, cast off your life to form kind of an undead pact where you can never die and your life essence exists in some sort of magical object. Okay. Which is important. I'll get to that later. So
5: it's like curses. It is evil. It is wrong. It is very bad. I mean, I'm not a fan either, Tibio.
3: Oh, no, no, no. I do not want to. So what's the difference between that and dying and coming back in an object?
2: Uh, Well, they never died per se, at least the normal way.
3: Gross, okay. It's like they
2: never pass through that gateway, I guess, and rather just...
5: They have set themselves apart from it. It is the utmost wrong.
2: Yeah, I I get it, Tipio. Uh,
0: Emery is at the bar, just kind of sitting and listening to everything, and he just, like, shovels a bunch of peanuts into his
1: mouth and goes, Damn.
3: (laughs) 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 Well, why were you talking about
1: Maisie? Well, they were really interested in the video of mm-hmm. the, the spring that we used to swim at, uh, or that one time. You showed them that? Everyone wants to see it. Oh, it's a hot, uh, mm. hot vid this summer. Yeah, they saw it. Uh,
2: well, remember the magical objects I was telling you about that they, they uh, put their life force into? Yeah. We may have come across those already on our travels.
3: What do you mean? Oh! The it's, box
1: we found under the waterfall. Yeah. It's, found.
2: It's those two emeralds.
3: Oh. Maisie still has one.
6: Maisie still has one. We must steal from Maisie yet again.
3: That's her college fund. <laughs> How am I going to send her to college?
6: <laughs> the other one.
3: College can be free in this world, okay? <laughs> the oh, other one. I sold that.
2: Yeah, that should be. Well, it was in the Fey Trader I don't know how much those things circulate.
3: It could be in the Fey Realms now. Why
1: do uh, do we need to help them? Are they, like, still your parents? Or are they...
5: Maisie should not be anywhere near anything that has touched them.
2: Yeah, I... I don't think they're a danger to other people.
5: They're a danger to life and death.
6: Tibio, just eat some bacon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know I will not touch Bacon.
3: Mm. Uh, crackers? <laughs> Fish crackers?
4: Tibio's just shaking his head and rocking back and forth. And like No, 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 um, no.
1: Holly walks up to the bar and gestures with two fingers at the bartender.
0: He gives you two strips of bacon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Holly slides them down
1: the bar. <laughs> Holly eats the two strips of bacon and then makes a little shot glass, some like shape with her hand, and then does two fingers. Yeah,
0: he slides that down too.
1: Um, she gives one to Tibio. <laughs>
4: Tibio tosses it back. <laughs> and, um, <coughs> I don't get one.
1: And then Holly looks at her other shot glass and she gives the second one to Tibio too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he tosses that one back too. <laughs>
0: you just hear, you hear Emery go, and he's just spitting out peanut shells. And he says, "Are they like higher ups in Vindorner?"
2: Uh, I mean, I suppose if Vindorn has any sort of high society, then they belong to that.
0: They do indeed. Vindorn sucks right now. (laughs) But it doesn't suck for the elite. It's better than it's ever been for them. All of the resources are going funneled upwards.
2: So if we were to maybe seek an audience with people close to Orzo... That might get you places. Uh...
4: (laughs) 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 <laughs> right. You okay, Bert? Right.
0: Yeah. <coughs> Got it.
4: Tibio stands up. He's His courage has been gathered <laughs> and slaps Emery on the back a little bit. But... Yes, Tibio? What your parents have done
5: is an affront. I am so sorry, but things cannot stand like this.
2: Well, what are you saying, Tibio?
5: But their, their very presence is wrong. Well... I have a responsibility.
2: Well, Tibio, I don't agree with it either, but they're they're my parents. I know. Are you saying what I think you're saying?
5: Maybe we can find some other way.
0: Emery goes, heavy, and he stands up from the bar. You guys should get some rest. Sounds like we got to travel a lot soon. Good night
5: maybe I'm, there's something else we can do maybe we can figure it out on the way you know what
1: I think we need to drink a little bit more and Holly gestures at the bartender and asks <laughs> uh, beers for everybody
3: <laughs> um I mean we've figured out how to separate people from curses and and they still live like maybe we can I, I mean,
1: I don't know. Everything I've ever heard about liches, uh, it's kind of like you sold your soul. Like you're, go- it's gone. Like what you don't. What you like? Get it back? Buy it back. I think that's part of the deal. For is like you're no longer yourself.
2: I've always thought it was pretty permanent until unless something happens to the phylactery.
1: And then, poof. So. Yeah, poof. Why didn't they just hold on to these? Items, why did they hide them?
2: Most liches, especially those who are not combat able, tend to hide them for safety rather than keep them on their person.
1: Hmm. Interesting,
2: they offered this whole deal to me too. Once, you know,
3: (gasps) did you ever consider
2: it? Uh, it was a hard pass for me.
3: Never buy a timeshare (laughs) in your own body. Oh, God. oh, no. Um,
0: <laughs> Ross says, are you all getting rooms for tonight, or what's the plan?
4: Uh, yeah, we're getting yes.
1: rooms. Yeah, do you have any rooms, Ross, the boss? Always. <laughs> awesome. Also, another beer, please.
2: Ross, I have to take a rain check on what I said about your story. As you're kind of like like
0: gesturing to him, talking to him, he's already got the manuscript in his hands, so and he's like bringing it above the counter. <laughs> And then, like when you say you can't look at it, he just like shoves it in a drawer and slams it, and he goes, "Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Don't
2: worry about it. It's not." <laughs> I, actually, you know what, Russ? No, it'll help me take my mind off of things. It's fine. You, you sure? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay.
0: Well, listen. The first act is yeah, kind of wishy washy, so just power through that part of it. And um, listen, the main character. Tell me if you get this from the writing, but. It's supposed to be me, but it's like I put a ton of distance. You know, my name is Ross, and you know, the character's name is similar but not the same. And just let me know how it all
2: All right. I'm gonna take this up to my room and uh, we can talk more about murdering my parents in the morning. Good night.
4: (laughs) I mean, that's a little morbid.
1: They're not even your parents, eh,
4: War? Tibio has poured himself another drink and has drunk it.
1: They're just so like like some big powerful, you know, undead people now.
6: I think it's only fair if we kill a bird's parents that we kill Tibio's too.
1: Tibio, Uh. I mean snack, you sound way too sober. Have some more.
6: I I asked for cocoa, I did I tossed the beer on the ground. I don't want that.
3: (laughs) Hey. I mean, I don't think we should kill everyone's parents.
1: (laughs) Well, we definitely aren't killing yours. They're way too strong. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're I'm afraid. Very I'm afraid of
3: them. <laughs> your
5: your father done me one one chord on the lute. One, no. <gasps> Two. What? Two chords. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Twelve. I don't
4: want to kill his parents. It's gonna oh. be okay, Tibio. <laughs> <laughs> Tibio stumbles up to a room and goes to bed. <laughs> uh,
0: Todd was in the bar when you were saying that when you were like, I don't want to kill his parents and Todd was just like, what in
5: the
3: hell? <laughs> uh, maybe we don't have to. He's the king of death, yeah? He could just send him back.
1: I don't know, I mean, a lot gets solved over a beer, but I, I don't think we're gonna solve this one, Uli.
3: I, I'm just, you just smash him and then the liches the Yes. Yeah, just...
1: I mean I agree with you a hundred percent yeah we
6: could do this while they're both going to bed and it's all done by the morning
3: I don't I want to go to bed I'm too so tired Holly is asleep on the bar
1: top <laughs> <laughs> she passed out
3: beautiful <laughs> another round
0: thanks so much for
2: listening I'm Tim your DM and your genie
1: I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth.
2: I'm
6: Thomas, I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon.
4: I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur.
6: I'm John, I play Snack the Cobalt.
3: And I'm Maggie, playing Uli.
5: Oh, hello, how are you? Ah! Oh, Ah! what was that? Ah! Oh, you can find this podcast on... Instagram and Twitter at Bebop underscore podcast. Ah! Oh, and and you can rate and review it wherever you listen to podcasts. Ah! Ah! Oh, and you can support the podcasters by going to buymeacoffee.com slash Bebop. Ah! I don't know what any of that means.